fitness is the foundation. And if you don't, I mean, they always say, you know, the three most important things in life are health, wealth, and relationships. It's also like the three industries, right? With, when it comes to business, right? it all kind of comes back to that. But without your health, none of those other things really matter. It's the Health in the Real World podcast. It's time to start the show with Chris Jenke as your host. Here to give you everything that you need when it comes to fitness strategies. We keep it simple and easy. It's your roadmap to get healthy. You don't need equipment and you don't need a gym. Just the right strategies to get you fit and trim. The Health in the Real World podcast is sponsored by most exercises and workouts, whether they be running, biking, elliptical, rowing machine, traditional weightlifting, or even CrossFit, do not give you a balanced workout. And when you do workouts that neglect even one area, you're out of balance, resulting in pain and injury as well. Achieve your goals with the fitness program your chiropractor would love. Visit chrisjenke.com pod to watch the free video. Hello and welcome to Health in the Real World. I'm Chris Janke and I'm joined with Jeff Later today. Jeff, how are you doing today? I am great. Thank you for having me on, Chris. Super excited to, to chat with you today. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So you help people get healthy, fit, uh, weight loss is one component of that. Uh, what else uh, is kind of in, in your business and your lifestyle business? Well, we, we really do focus on that, on the, the lifestyle factor. So I think having a sustainable approach to fitness is is important from day one all the way to ongoing. Um, I think that uh, people need to avoid the fad diets. So we try to help people find a way to make this work with their life, not shoehorn them into something that really just isn't a good fit for them. Yeah. And that really, you know, I'm looking at your, your LinkedIn profile right now and, you know, no crazy diets. And every time I see a trainer who says something like that, I know it's the, you're more lifestyle based as opposed to like, this is the secret magic formula that's going to help you lose weight. It's more like integrative yeah. into their actual life, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I know why those people say that. I mean, that's it's exactly what everybody wants to hear. Yes. And uh, it's, you know, everyone wants that instant gratification. So they, they kind of speak to them and tell them what they want to hear. But it's, it's never what's going to work for them long term. Right. And I think everybody discovers that. Just they usually discover it the hard way. Sure, sure. And you work, so you work uh, remotely or, or some, yeah. some in yeah, we have, we have clients, uh, we have clients all over the world. We have a, we have a good team here uh, of coaches and as well as my, myself and my wife. And we work with people all over the U S some outside of the U S as well. Um, as long as they speak English, then we can work with them. What's your, how do you start uh, the process working with somebody? Obviously everybody's different, but how do you sort of pinpoint what it is they need, what direction you're going to go with somebody. Well, before we even do that, we, we make sure it's a good fit, you know, so we have an application process and then we do a, a free consultation and this just allows us to make sure that are we the right fit for you? Are you the right fit for us? And, and if so, then, then great, let's, let's get to work. Um, and then from that point, we, we have a, a fairly lengthy intake form that just helps us get a good idea of, of where they're at, where they want to go, um, and even like, you know, the past dieting history, um, work situation, schedules, food preferences, all sorts of things like that, that allows us to, to create an initial plan. And then based on how they respond week after week after week, we can modify as we go. A lot of, uh, 
a lot of one-on-one -on -one training? Do you do groups? Uh, more so it's one-on-one. One-on-one, on one yeah. right now. Um, we, you know, we we work on the nutrition side. We work on the the fitness side, and most importantly, we work on how to make this a part of their life, uh, which I think involves you know a bit of an identity shift, um, some some habit formation, and um, and then consistency. And obviously, with with the accountability of of a coach there, that that really helps people find that success after being unable to find it for so long with with the fad diets. Right. Is there anything that you've like any patterns that you've seen as far as people who are kind of in that the age range we were talking about, like early forties, maybe early up to early fifties, anything that you, you see over and over again, that people are like, Whoa, this is, this is a, an issue right now. Well, one thing, one thing for sure that is, that is definitely hard to manage is, is expectations. And, and I think that a lot of people have this expectation that it is supposed to happen fast or that it can happen fast. Um, and if it doesn't happen fast for them, then something's wrong with them or the plan is wrong or, or something like that. But that, again, that just goes back to how we're kind of groomed and, and, and brainwashed to think that that's how it's supposed to be, you know, based on all these very dramatic before and afters and these, these big, bold statements that we see on social media and other forms of media that just make us think that. And so when it goes slower, um, people get discouraged and, and they'll sometimes prematurely give up. Uh, but that's, and, that, and that, that kind of applies to almost any age group, but especially those once they're in their forties, they've usually tried a handful of diets and um, if not, you know, dozens. And, uh, and so they, you know, they just continually are used to very short-term uh, sprints without ever, ever finding something permanent. That's a perfect segue. Cause one of the questions that I ask is what, when somebody gets to that point, they sort of have given up hope a little bit, or they're a little bit defeated. Yeah. What's your pep talk to them? What do you tell them? Well, I honestly, I think they just need to take it one day at a time. Um, I think that so many people try to look at, well, here's where I'm at right now. And then here's where I want to go. And the gap between those two things is enormous. And even if I, even if I start to look at like, well, okay, this week I lost two pounds. And I need to lose a hundred and I have to extrapolate that out for however many months and years that may take, it starts to become really discouraging. And right. that, that even in and of itself will lead people to stop and give up, um, which would slow it down <laughs> more than anything else, obviously. Um, but if you just worry about what you need to do today and just take it one day at a time, then you'll, you'll start to accumulate those wins and those wins start to really stack up. And that's when you start to see success. And, and seeing that success, I think, is the, the biggest motivator. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, taking it one day at a time and then and gradually you'll, you will start seeing results. I think it is very yeah. important, though, like, you know, looking back, and I don't know how much of like a tracker you are with like body fat and weight and, you know, your lifts and stuff like that, but being able to look very, back. Very on, much so. Yeah, yeah. I, I would imagine because, you know, you can look back on six months ago and a year ago, and those are the timelines that, that we fitness professionals think of, right? It's very long-term, you know, uh, I, the biggest transformation I've ever had, I gained 10 pounds, but it took me 18 months. Yeah. So, you know, it's like you say, it's not, it doesn't happen overnight, uh, no. but, it, but it happens, right? Just consistency. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I actually tell a story. Uh, I had two clients that were they were both about the same size. It was two guys that were both around 280 pounds. And 
two, one was like late twenties. The other one was like mid thirties. And the guy that it was the mid twenties guy, he lost 14 pounds in the first week. And it was crazy. He didn't even follow it that closely. It was just that he had kind of some, he was lived kind of an unhealthy lifestyle before. So it was a pretty big shift for him. Whereas the other guy lost like one pound mm-hmm. and they went along like this. And actually the second week with the guy that lost 14, originally he lost one. And this is because like, it's kind of like reality hit. Right. And, um, and then he kind of puttered along like that for months and like six months down the road, he was down like 17 pounds is all. And the other guy, six months down the road was down 50 pounds. So <laughs> big difference, right? But it, no, but if you start to look at like, well, how long did it take him? And like, if you look at the, the little wins, the gradual progress that led to that 50 pounds versus the guy that lost a whole bunch at first. And you know, he was just very inconsistent after that, right? It wasn't necessarily uh, the plan or anything like that. It was just him. You start to realize just how important each daily habit and consistency is and it may not go fast at first but it accumulates and that's what really makes it happen so the guy that lost 14 pounds real quickly he was more he, he was less consistent than the other guy so the guy that lost 50 pounds over the six months was just just clocking in every yeah. day doing his thing yeah yeah he was very consistent that's awesome. i think i think the guy that lost 14 at first he he was thinking that you know, i was like oh this is easy because he, he, you know, he probably followed at 80% or so. And, and then when it wasn't as easy and it didn't fall off the second week, he was like, oh man, I don't, you know, I don't know how hard I want to work for this. And so I think I just kind of discouraged him in week two and, and then it just kind of dragged on. Like right. That. Right. That's the old parable, right? The tortoise and the hare. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So very much so. One, one step passed him up pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just kept going. Well, that's a, and that's a good, that's another good topic of conversation is like how easy or hard it is. Right. And if, you know, if, if, if everything was easy, everybody would do it, it would be sure. nothing. And it, it's not that it's even hard, but you just have to be consistent. Like we're talking about longer time frames and, and yeah. being disciplined and consistent over a long period of time. Well, and I think too, yeah, exactly. And I think that oftentimes people are looking for some huge dramatic shift and, and that's why people will, I mean, that's, it's also responsible for people not sticking to it too, because it's so different and so hard compared to what they were doing before that the reality is that they're just not going to be able to stick to that. So if they ease their way in and they start adopting these simple habits, then they become a different person. They have a different schedule. They have a different mindset and that ability to stay consistent increases dramatically and so they are they are consistent consistent. whereas you know you try to make these huge fundamental shifts i'm going to cut out carbs altogether never going to have a carb again that lasts for like a week right you know and (laughs) i think people do like i'm going to cut out sugar i'm going to cut out soda i'm going to cut out all these things whereas they i really don't think that they need to it's just a matter of like moderation of you know some cognitive restraint and but make it work with your life. Don't completely flip your life around. It's just right. not going to work. Have you always been disciplined in regards to like health and fitness? Like, were you an athlete growing up, things like that? Or, or did you have sort of like a rock bottom type moment that forced you to take it more seriously? So yes and yes. Um, <laughs> I have an interesting story because my, you know, I really kind of goes back to my, my mom. She was, she used to run 
five Ks and 10 Ks on the weekends. And then during the week, she would, she would hit the aerobics classes. And the, you know, that was big in the eighties. And I'm, you know, I grew up in the eighties and my, um, I, I would get in, in childcare at these aerobics facilities, wherever they were, sometimes they were at high schools and there was just yeah. like people doing it. And I would see, I was getting exposed to that. And it's not like the aerobics inspired me, but being fit was something that like interested me at a young age, which is, I don't know if that's weird or not, but I remember when um, I turned 12 years old, which was the legal or that was like the allowable age to go into the gym room. That's when I was able to go. And so on the weekends, when I would go with my mom, I'd go in there and try and figure things out. And I did that all through high school. I think I remember I took a weight training class in eighth grade or ninth grade or something like that. And um, I was, I was hooked. Um, and I kind of, you know, did that for a long period of time, but uh, you know, life happened, you know, flash forward till about to my late twenties, got married, did not go well. Um, within two years we were divorced and that, that felt, that was kind of my rock bottom moment you know, a failed marriage into where I was going in, in life. Um, and that's when I started going to the gym twice a day for stress relief. And, uh, and my wife, my current wife, we've been, we've been uh, together for 13 years, uh, married for 10. Uh, she was working there and I was in such a weird headspace. Didn't even notice her. Uh, <laughs> I was, you know, coming off a divorce, which is like, I'm just here to relieve stress. And, you know, and she's, and she's gorgeous. And so the fact that I didn't pay attention to her, she was like, well, who is this guy? <laughs> why, doesn't he, why doesn't he look at me? So it's, it's almost like you're purposefully ignoring, right? Some guys will take that strategy. That's the strategy. Uh, mine was unintentional. <laughs> yeah, but it worked. Right. It worked. Um, but yeah, that first first year after I got divorced, um, within that year, I decided to do a bodybuilding competition. And, uh, and I did. It was something I'd always wanted to do. I just didn't think that I could. And uh, I did it anyway. <laughs> Um, but it was, it was kind of with the help of a coach and it was, it was yeah. uh, the coach that my wife was working with at the time. Cause she was going through uh, a prep for a competition. And I, I remember telling her to stop. I was like, Jen, you need, you need to stop doing this. You're, you're miserable. You're tired. You have no time. Like, you need, why are you doing this? It's so funny. Like if anybody knows anything about me, I've competed 40 times in the IFBB pro. Wow. Um, but my first exposure to it was not positive. Mm. Um, but after she did it and it was so rewarding, it was something that she loved and, and I, it seemed possible for me to finally do it. So I, I, uh, hired her coach and he kind of showed me, uh, the way, which meant a whole lot more food than I was used to. Cause I was always kind of a smaller guy. Yeah. Um, and I finally, um, got, got some weight on me and it was on stage at 175 pounds. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it was, um, it was a lot of fun and I was hooked from that point. Wow. That's awesome. That's a great story. Yeah. Well, uh, Jeff, I like to wrap up the show with, uh, we're going real big picture. Uh, you're going to give a motivational speech to a graduating class at a university or maybe a keynote speech at a, at a corporation. What's your advice to them on how they can get the most out of their life? Most out of their life. That is a deep question. And we're real talking big about picture. fitness. You can go whatever direction you want to go with this. Well, um, I thoroughly, thoroughly believe, and I say this all the time, that fitness is the foundation. And if you don't, I mean, they always say, you know, the three most important things in life are health, wealth, and relationships. It's also like the three industries, right? With when it comes to business, right? It all kind of comes back to that. But without your health, none of those other things really matter. And I also believe that the more optimized 
your health is your ability to accumulate more wealth, your accumulate to enhance and, and create new relationships and more healthy relationships goes up. And that's why I always view it as the foundation. I mean, there are so many different business books that have nothing to do with fitness that talk about the importance of being fit, the importance of eating right, the importance of being healthy. Your productivity increases, your, your mental clarity increases, you have no, you, your ability to, to work harder, you have more energy, more endurance, more excitement, you're in a better mood. Like it just enhances every element of your life. And people don't look at it like that. I think people look at, at fitness or exercises like, oh, this is, I, just, I need to lose weight, so I'm going to do this. I, I want to fit into these clothes, I'm going to do this. I have this event coming up, and so I'm going to lose weight. But they don't recognize like what weight loss brings to them. And, and what, what kind of impact it can have on their life. It could mean a completely new direction in their career, a new relationship, new, whether it's, you know, the opposite sex or, you know, even a new business relationship, networking, you know, you make an impression whether, whether we want to admit it or not by your appearance, even, even virtually, you know, I think it, it says a lot about yourself. If you, if you are really put together and you, you're, you're well-groomed, you're healthy, you take care of yourself, it shows discipline. Um, and, and it shows that you, you care about that. And so I think that, again, it's, I think it's the foundation and it should never be dismissed no matter how busy you get, no matter what chaos comes into your life, because it will, and you have to expect that you can't let your health go because your ability to handle the stresses of life, handle the unpredictability of life diminishes if you do. hundred percent, hundred percent agree. Well, Jeff, how do people get in touch with you? Uh, website, social media, um, well, they can follow, find me on, on social media, Jeff later, J E F F L A T E R, um, all together like that. Um, or just jefflater.com. Um, my business is later lifestyle and it's L eight R the number eight later lifestyle, but, uh, but yeah, social media is probably the easiest way to, to find me. Uh, I post all the time. I do a lot of reels, a lot of IGTVs, a lot of lives. So yeah, join me. You're all over. Cool. Again, uh, Jeff later here on health in the real world. Jeff, I really appreciate you joining me today. Thanks for having me on. It's been a pleasure.